In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order Podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! And welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that is thinking about uh, making up its own award so we can call ourselves award winning. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent Cafe. What's going on, man? How are you? We are award winning. We're wait, we gave out an award. We gave yes. out an award to Cheerios. For being regular shady. box Cheerios because they won the survey. I mean, they won by uh, only one vote because apparently nobody to wanted to vote. But it was important to me. Yes. I'm sure that somebody on that pod um, on saw it and was like, well, what about Lucky Charms? And I'm, to them, I say, nay, nay, sir. Nay, nay. Yes, nay. I say nay. Sorry, I had an idea for a, a shirt design and I started working on it. And... Shirt design? Are you yes. suggesting that we have shirts? Yes, we have lots of shirts. Look uh, at these lovely shirts we have. We have wanna... the new shirts. New shirts just put up like wrestling. Let's talk about it. I mean, if, you, if uh, you're familiar, that was actually... um. Uh, going to be the original concept of this podcast, and then we changed it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, or, it or you can tell Vince exactly what you think of him and his booking of a certain uh, demon king. <laughs> um, and, uh, I've been working on the Nebraska America's belly button design, just trying to figure out. How I and I finally got one that I liked. So that there's the Nebraska America's belly button design. Um, and you know, you can proudly proclaim that JLB is a whore, but he's our whore. That's up there as well. Also, ones uh for best and worst podcast or worst pay-per-view. So you can either be optimistic or or pessimistic when you go to a pay-per-view. Um, if you're going to a WWE pay-per-view, maybe maybe where that worst pay-per-view of the year was. And you're probably probably going to be pretty close there. Um, but I have come here to chew bubblegum and talk wrestling, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Uh-huh. I'm all out of bubblegum. We ready to talk some wrestling? Yes, we will talk some wrestling. So... Uh, but yes, you can head over to uh, rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com and uh, check out all of those designs and pick them up to support the podcast there. Uh, link is going to be in the doobly-doos down below. Um, if you don't want to type out the whole website address, I get it. Um, so yeah, 
Let's yeah. talk wrestling. Um, before we get into it, though, uh, Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, so you can head on over to tatnusco.com. Link is also in the doobly-doo uh, to um, view all the other shows in the podcast network and check them out there. Come back here uh, afterwards. Tell them we sent you. But for now, we are going to talk wrestling and wrestling crimes and the, the shit that went down this week. And um like usual i open it up if da fabe has an idea that he wants to talk about first otherwise I um would. you know i i uh adam cole baby was on renee paquette's podcast this last week and that was a lot of fun to listen to and that's a premiere part of the week this week it just uh I, I haven't seen rampage so i guess i don't know for sure but um you know dynamite was good but there just hasn't been a lot there. There's been build up for that one show on the one brand. Yeah, so the show that is coming up on a brand. Yeah, and then uh, AEW is is post pay per view, and so we're a few months out on that. We're building quite the storyline with a. Uh, Brian Danielson, but but really the most exciting thing for me this week was listening to Adam Cole on Renee Paquette's uh, um, oral sessions. So yeah, I don't have a lot crime wise because of that. <laughs> I I really I mean there are some things that I have for crime. Expectations were met this week, I guess. Um, it was a yeah. job, it was bad. Oh, oh no, there, there were some bad things. You just you just overlooked them for whatever reason. So I will get into my crime. We'll talk about my crime first because my yeah. crime every week I, I try to say I say I'm not gonna talk WWE, you know, WWE. I'm gonna oh, I also didn't watch WWE this week. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna let them slide. I'm not gonna do it. Well, I didn't specifically watch this because it's SmackDown, and so I, I was able to just catch the highlights later. Um, but, but my set this over here because I got to get serious for a moment. We talk if repeatedly, I can be serious for a if moment. I can be serious for a moment. Uh, if we talk repeatedly on here over the last two years of this podcast about how WWE has the most stacked women's division in wrestling. And it does. I mean, legitimately from. From an overall standpoint, they're just, they're bonkers stacked, right? Um, and yet they don't use them right. Lots of them. They don't, you, they don't use hardly any of them right. But, but usually they're like, they're using some of them right. And so we can kind of go, oh yeah, they're, they're using some right here, some right there. That's fine. We'll, we'll do. This week on SmackDown, they featured the first round of the, King of the Ween and the Queen, King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown. King of the Ween. King of the Ween. <laughs> you don't have to suckle anymore, fella. <laughs> that that is going to be a shirt. King of the Ween. Um, the the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown. Which, first of all, I don't know why they couldn't call. Why well, couldn't you just say Queen of the Ring? Yeah. I don't understand that, but that's not really my crime. That's, that's a nitpicky, and I'm angry at it, but it's not really my crime. My crime is, well, here, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you some stuff, and, and we'll see if you can spot where my crime is, right? So SmackDown this week featured four matches. All four of them 
uh, tournament first round matches for their respective tournament, right? So two Queen's Crown matches, two King of the Ring matches. So uh, the show started off with um, Sami Zayn uh, defeating Rey Mysterio in seven minutes and 58 seconds. And then it followed that up with Zelina Vega defeating Tony Storm in two minutes and 10 seconds. And then you had Carmella defeating Liv Morgan in one minute and 40 seconds. And then Finn Balor defeated Cesaro in 11 minutes and 25 seconds. Well, at least they gave that some time. You know, I, I my anger is primarily on the, the two women's matches add up to less Ooh, than four minutes. minutes total. Yeah. Right? They They are half as long combined as the Sami Zayn versus Rey Mysterio match was. And that was the shortest of the two men's matches. Yeah. And yeah. they still were half it combined. And you had the first one of those two was work rate match. Mm-hmm. The second one's building a feud that's been building. And and I'm I've said this before. I think it's still work rate. I think Carmella has vastly improved over the last few years. And I think Liv Morgan has a heck of a work that's rate. Definitely work rate, yeah. Yeah. But but I mean the first one is hands down work rate. I mean yeah. So and and the thing is, like I've seen all over the internet, the uh, Twitter and Facebook, everyone angry that Zelina v- Vega defeated Tony Storm because they think Tony Storm's the better wrestler. Uh, people angry that Carmella defeated Liv Morgan because Liv Morgan has the fan base and all this stuff. I don't have a problem with the winners. I don't, right? Because these there's building storylines. Tony Storm is new. Uh, Zelina Vega. Is is more established in some ways and heal, so she can and change. heal, right? Um, and Carmella versus Liv Morgan. That's a that's a feud that's continuing. Build that feud. I'm fine with the winners. I have no problem with them having them win this these matches to further storylines down the road and everything. I am angry that out of a two hour program. They only could find four minutes to set aside for women's wrestling on SmackDown. Yeah. Four minutes. I guess I just, like I said, I didn't really watch SmackDown. My brain was still on draw week or uh, draft week. So Mm -hmm. um, because in my brain, it was draft week is Monday and Friday, not Friday and Monday. Yes, and and I tune out entirely during draft week because they're just the matches are, hey, quick shot at crossover, quick yeah. last move with the title. Well, so. and and the thing is, even that was thrown off this year because we talked about it before. They did the draft week, and then they were like, oh, by the way, these drafts don't go into effect for two weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Right. Yeah. You're gonna get drafted, but you're still gonna be on the that you were on the other product line for a while, and and you're gonna cross over to the one you you got drafted to a couple times too, because yeah, possibly, maybe we'll see. Yeah, uh, so exactly so like Finn Balor, Finn Balor defeating Cesaro. That's not building a feud. They're gonna be on alternate brands in the month, right? Uh, Sami yeah. Zayn defeating Rey Mysterio. 
I don't think that's building a feud. I think they're going to be on opposite brands. I'll have to check. I thought Ray was going to to Rob at Sammy was staying on SmackDown, but I'll have to check on that. But so those those are just King of the Ring matches, and that's fine. I I don't have a problem with King of the Ring matches just for the sake of matches. So I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, my problem is, like I said, you have over twenty minutes. Well, almost twenty minutes. Almost twenty minutes of men's matches in two hours and four minutes of women's matches in two hours. When you're building this up as the Queen's Crown Tournament, this is where, you know, finally they're equal. They've got everything that the men have. The men have King of the Ring. The women have Queen's Crown. The men have a Hell in a Cell. Women have Hell in a Cell. Men have, you know, Survivor Series matches. Women have Survivor Series matches. Men have Royal Rumble. Women have Royal Rumble. You know, everything is now equal in those respects. But with those four wrestlers, you easily could have put together two five-minute matches at least and put them at 10 minutes total, right? Yeah. I'm not expecting 30-minute masterpieces on SmackDown, right? No. But but a minute and 40 seconds and two minutes and 10 seconds. But they're not four horsewomen, so, you know, shit on them. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's Vince's... Do we have a shirt that maybe has something to do with that? We do. <laughs> we have one. Here. Let's let's show it again. Shall we scroll up? So so everyone can see it. We're gonna go in on it so everyone can see it in its absolute glory. Um here, this guy kind of looks like yeah, sort of. Looks like a Kevin Owens. Ooh, yeah, he would rock that shirt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so get that shirt because because fuck Vince. That's that's my anger this week. That's that's been the thing. Like I had another thing that was set set aside up until Friday that I was like, oh, this will be my crime of this week, you know. I'll do that one because I know what it is. The thing they did here and everything. But, but uh but yeah, then I don't, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean it it's like we have to kick a dead horse. It's like we have to yes. kick a dead horse. I, I I seriously I do not want to shit on WWE so much. I, I keep seeing all these posts where it's like, you know, you know, share this post. If you just like professional wrestling, you don't care what brand it's from. And I don't. I really don't. I want both shows to be. I want all shows to be good. Right. I've and said that since the beginning of this. Use their talent. And yeah, I said this from the beginning of this whole thing. I said this from the moment that they they. uh and, you know, started the war with AEW. AEW showed up. I was like, this could be the thing that drives Vince to be his best. Because it's true. I um, can't remember who said it this last week. Uh, might have been Russo. It might have been Bischoff. I think it was Bischoff who said it. Who said, Vince is at his best and most dangerous when he's got competition. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's true. Like, Everything good about wrestling in the mid to late nineties uh, to to late two thousands, right? All stemmed from WCW the war, the WCW yeah. war. Well, right? and, and factually speaking, 
the product is better today than it was two years ago. It's just not not enough. You know, I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't even that. know if I'll say factually speaking, it's better today than it was. T- I from from a wrestler standpoint, yeah. But WWE's product, I don't think, is better, and I think the ratings yeah, show it. WWE was two years ago. Then WWE was two years ago. Mm, okay. I don't think WWE has gotten better over the last two years. Um, and it, it, that's the thing. I'm disappointed. I'm sad because I wanted WWE to be so much better. And they showed they showed glimpses of it, and they they showed sometimes where like the NXT product over over the last two years was good. It was great. It was the one thing that I enjoyed consistently um, up until recently. And I, and even then, I'm I'm not even right, going to shit on NXT 2.0. I don't I don't hate NXT 2.0. It's not as good as old NXT. It's not as good as what it was before, but it's got some shining moments like. Braun Breaker, despite having the worst name in WWE professional wrestling, sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it, um, despite that, is, is fucking phenomenal. You know, considering a year ago he was playing football. Yes, yeah. his, his father is a Hall of Fame professional wrestler and all this stuff. But a year ago, he was not involved in professional wrestling. And and he's phenomenal. He's so much fun to watch. And there's some other uh, fun ones uh, that are coming out. And I I don't remember his name. They were doing the vignettes for him, the the vignettes for him, um, where he's kind of like a, a Chicago mobster guy. Um, some neat things like when he came out to the ring. I don't know if you caught this on NXT this week. He came out to the ring for his match, and before the match, he walked over. And he palmed some money to the referee. Little things like that were just great. I I don't have a problem with any. I sure. don't. I don't think it's the right move for them from a business and a, and a long term you know standpoint. But I don't have a problem with it. I I think the product is fine. It's just WWE's like main shows just keep getting worse. And 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 I was so hopeful that they'd get better. I was so hopeful. I think they keep getting redundant. I don't know that I would well, say worse. I I would say redundant equals worse when it comes to professional wrestling. Um, if if you just keep doing the same thing, it's it's the old saying. You know what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result, right? Yeah, that's that's what they're doing right now on Raw and SmackDown. And it can be redundant, but if you keep doing it, it's just getting worse. And it is. Like, I have no desire to see Charlotte Flair on my screen. Right? And she's a good wrestler. And I just, I have no desire to see her anymore. Charlotte Flair is, is right now nearly Hulk Hogan. Just Roman Reigns circa 2014. Just being crammed down our throats, and it was just like, mm-hmm. um, so. and you know, they, like I said, they've got a, they've got good, good uh, roster. You know, Roman Reigns might be might be one of the few high points. His heel work on SmackDown oh, is is 
uh, phenomenal, although I still have issue with them uh, making you know. making uh, Brock a face. Uh, the, it's not it's not as much Brock a face. It's it's uh, I have issue with them feeding um, the Balor the, the, and Brock. Yeah, feed, well, feeding feeding the streak the, from Balor. Yeah, the streak. Really? That's what I'm saying. Fe- feeding that to try to raise up Roman. I, I think there are ways. Well, the biggest way they could have gotten a uh, away with doing that is to have not done it, right? Yeah, just, just don't, don't. You could have even schmazed. Yeah, like, like the end of the day, you you have, like the build for for Brock is there, which gives you a Brock versus Demon or 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 Finn Balor feud as well, since Brock has six matches in this contract. You know, you have Brock come out, destroy both of them. Um, Jimmy and Jay drag. Roman over on top of it. Yeah, or, there's a lot of things. But like I said, the biggest thing is ball. just don't do it, right? It, I've said this before. If you've got two wrestlers that you decide you have to put into, to, uh, that you decide you have to protect, you want to protect the win streak for one wrestler, you want to protect the, the championship for the other wrestler, the key to doing that is don't make them wrestle each other, right? You know, we didn't have to see Demon Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. We didn't have to have Seth versus versus Bray for the title. Mm-hmm. Like Bray didn't need the title yet. Yep, four matches in, and this is 2019. Like that didn't need to happen yet. Yeah, and that's my point: is is we didn't need to do this, right? And you could have. It's the demon part that really makes it on that one. If they would have had Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns in a in a uh, no DQ match, an Extreme Rules match, and it ended this way, I wouldn't have had as big of a problem with it. Right. Because right. Finn Balor does not have the undefeated streak. But the Demon King does. Yes. And so to feed the Demon to Roman Reigns just to to protect Roman Reigns, that's that's entirely a booking problem, and that's where it comes to, to be a problem. And that's my my thing with that is is it's just we didn't need to see that, right? You, I, we could have had Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. You know, we haven't seen that in forever, um, and we won't see it now once the the you know, draft takes effect. Uh, but anyway, I yeah I, I I can't fault you for that. I, I, I it's a it's a good crime. It's uh, um at this juncture, if it was a misdemeanor, it would automatically become a felony because it's a re- repeat offender. Um. Shitting on the women's division, shitting on the tag division. Um, same story, different wrestler, you know. I mean, it, it's scratch the record, dude. You know, change something. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we. That's what I openly lobbied for. We're in that scratch the record. Here we go. This is gonna happen. 
I'm mm-hmm. excited. Here, here comes the scratch record. We're gonna do it finally. It's gonna happen. You don't you don't have to have a title involved for Brock versus Roman. That's perfect. You can still protect Roman. Have Finn Balor win. That would have worked. Scratch yeah. the record. Do something different. Other than hitting having a rest stoppage at Hell in a Cell or something stupid. Like mm-hmm. every time they do something different, it's so wrong. It's not different. It's the same. Look how I've done something different badly. So I don't know. I, I have to agree with you. Yeah. I, I, that's why I'm just so frustrated with it. It's like. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how to continue to beat the same horse. You're right. It's You are right. That's <laughs> the whole thing. Um, so we'll go on to crime number two, I guess. Cause yes, crime number two. This might shiver up your spirits. And it is going to be beating a dead horse. But it's going to be a comedic crime. Um, probably the same one you were going to go after. If you're going to claim to be a wrestling fan and spend a lot of money, to bring a premier organization to your venue, regardless of where the venue is. Please know who is employed by that venue, by that promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to roll back a couple of years to Masadi Prince's request for one Ultimate Warrior who had already passed and one Yokozuna who had already passed. And then we're going to roll to this year. Several weeks after this had already occurred, requesting that Daniel Bryan and CM Punk come to Saudi Arabia for their matches. Yeah. Also, side note, Daniel Bryan refused to go while he worked there. He wasn't taking blood money. Yes. He he so, he and Sami Zayn both refused to go. And John because, Cena. John Cena refused um, to go. Yeah, John Cena, John Cena for more political reasons, I think, because he's he's got his movie career to think about and, and all that stuff. Sami Zayn is of Syrian descent. And, and um, could easily be... Yeah, Syria and Saudi Arabia do not get along very well at all. I mean, it's not Iran, but it's still... Mm-hmm. Yes, no, it's We're still... In, in a country where bloodlines matter as much as they do. Yeah. It's still very, very bad. It's yeah. still very, very bad. And so he didn't. And, you know, Daniel Bryan just refused. He just said no. Um, so he wasn't going to come even if he was working for yes. WWE, right? Um, CM Punk wasn't going to work for WWE. Yes. Ever again. Ever again. <laughs> um. So I'm going to invite a Saudi Arabian prince to watch this podcast so you can know who the wrestlers are, maybe. I, I don't know. Do they have Google there? <laughs> just just Google it. Just Google WWE it. roster. <laughs> I don't well, see CM Punk or Daniel Bryan on this. I, I, I'd, I'd really like to see Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt go at it again. Yeah. The thing is that those that they probably legitimately could have done, 
like if the the Saudi prince had come to Vince and said, "I really want to see Braun Strowman and and the fiend at it," uh, Vince could have said, "Well, let me open up my pocketbook and see if I can even just for a one off deal sign them for a one off deal to come back, do their and thing." It may have happened. And it may have happened, right? Uh, but CM Punk and Daniel Bryan ain't gonna happen. Um, nope. Just well, it it is. Yeah, not in WWE. Not Saudi Arabia. <laughs> and and not not in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And it it may not happen with each other. I think we're probably gonna eventually see it, but I here's the thing: is, um. I suspicion we're soon, and and by soon I mean somewhere within the next couple months, not necessarily tomorrow, but sometime soonish. We're going to see at least one of them turn heel. Um, I would suspicion Daniel Bryan first, but but really, CM Punk only has so much face in him, right? He's living off the goodwill of he finally came back. He, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, all I, right now, CM Punk's feud with Jungle Boy. CM Punk needs to be a heel. Yeah, I mean, that's he. He's going to. I think both of them are probably going to eventually be heels. Frankly, um, best chance to put people over. Yep. But uh, but for now, you know, they understand. This is, I guess, Tony Khan's smart booking. They understand that right now, with both of them being fresh to the company, both of them being fresh over, um, you know, from either having not been in wrestling for a long time or in uh, Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson's case, uh, pretty fresh from the competition. Um, they, they know that they're going to be the faces right now, mm-hmm. regardless. Like CM Punk had for seven years people chanting his name. You're not going to bring him in and immediately turn him heel. No. But. No. I think he rides out a, a year as a face, but that's still right around the corner. Yeah. I I think maybe six months as a face. Um, because le- both, of, both of those people, their best work has been done in heel form. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, Brian Danielson had some face runs. The yes movement, all but but frankly, the yes movement was just a precursor to a heel turn. I think that a Jungle Boy Adam Cole feud happens before a CM Punk Jungle Boy. Quite possibly, and potentially a CM Punk Adam Cole feud. I I frankly I would be I would be surprised if we didn't get a rematch of CM Punk versus Darby. Before we get the CM Punk Jungle Boy feud, I I, yeah, I, I think I, I think I think Darby needs to come out on top. Yes, I think they're they're going to have a rematch where Darby gets his win back. Yeah, um, and that's going to be the 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 thing with CM Punk. Um, but that's also going to be a potential like heel turn moment right there. Uh yeah. Darby Darby comes in. Uh, CM Punk starts to use heel tactics to try to get the win. Um, maybe get well, stopped he just kicks, by Sting. Kicks, yeah, he just did kick Sting. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, you know. Um, 
I think that. Uh, I, mean, and, and, I mean, the promo builds itself. I came back because I wanted to fight another generation of wrestlers, and all these genera- all these wrestlers are crap. I'm unbeaten. And right now he is. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I just I I see that being a uh, I see that coming in the near near future. And I say near again, three to six months. Nothing with AEW. Nothing is near in terms of a week or two. Right? Anytime we think something's a week or two away, they they pull the rug out from under us like we thought we were a week or two away from seeing hangman page beat uh kenny omega at all out and what did they do omega wins for a little bit (laughs) omega wins and then a beat down and then hangman page disappears for what a month two months till wednesday yep till he showed up on wednesday Hey, good job to him, by the way, getting the chip. Yes, uh, you know, I mean, as soon as as soon as he was the the Joker, Joker. in that, I knew he was winning. Didn't yeah. didn't make my enjoyment of the match any less. Oh, it was oh fantastic match! It was a fantastic, great match. match. Love I mean, Wednesday. Love. I I don't want to like when I say that this week was a mediocre week. It was what I expected it to be. Monday was a draft day. I didn't watch Friday. Uh, Wednesday was exactly what I expected it to be. It was exceptional. Um, it was nice to see Adam Page back. Um, the promos from the Elite continue to be Elite. I didn't watch Rampage because I was tired and had to go to bed. Um, so I should go back and watch that. But that's, I mean, it, it was a great week in wrestling. Or uh, it was a, it was a, an expected week in wrestling. Maybe that's the way I should put that. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I, it, it, I mean, here's the deal. It's like I thought, outside of wrestling, I have dozens of misdemeanors slash commendations. Yeah, I, I frankly, I think um, for me, um, AEW side, and even and then including NXT in it because NXT was fun this week. So, um. AEW and NXT um, alone, I would say, were B plus, right? But then Raw and SmackDown pulled it down to B minus or C plus yeah. as a whole. For it them. was it was an average week. But you know, we started off uh, Dynamite with the eight man tag team match. So you had the Elite versus uh, Danielson, Christian Cage, and the Jurassic Express. Christian Cage doesn't fit as a face. Yeah, ever he he needs to be the cocky heel. He um, fit as a face once when he beat Alberto Del Rio after Edge yeah. vacated the title. And and I think that's another thing that I think it's just a matter of time. But again, they're writing out the fact that he's the recent Impact Champion. Well, Impact Champion, but even more than that, he you know he was in the Royal Rumble recently. You True. know, um, True. and so he's a recent convert from the other side. So they do that. Uh, you had Sammy Guevara defending his uh, TNT title against Bobby Fish. Nice crossover fun. match. 
Mm-hmm. Crossover. They announced afterwards Bobby Fish is all elite. He has signed. What I, I don't know. We've yet to confirm whether it's a long-term deal or just a short-term, you know, couple appearance deal or what. I don't know yet on that. Um, but he is at least going to appear in AEW more for a while. Cool. Uh, Darby Allen uh, defeated Nick Camarado um, in in a match that that was longer than both of the women's matches on SmackDown combined. Um, uh, Serena Deeb turned heel on Hikaru Shida and defeated her, stopped her from getting her 50th win, which is is brilliant booking because I, I know I wasn't the only one. I've talked to people online as soon as they saw that, that trophy for Hikaru Shida's 50th win, they thought, oh, she's definitely going to get it. So she has this happy 50th win trophy moment. Yeah. No. Swerve. Swerve. Um, and then they had the casino ladder match for the number one contender with Adam Page beating Andrade, John Moxley, Lance Archer, Matt Hardy, Orange Cassidy, and Pac. And to be perfectly honest, the only person in that match that I wished wasn't in that match was Matt Hardy. Um, so... Uh, but that I, it was a very, very satisfying rampage. Tons of fun. Every little bit of fun. They also, you know, uh, uh, have announced the new TBS title yeah, that is going women's. to be the women's mid-card title. Um, <clears throat> I have a theory on it. I have a theory. Um, because my theory is based on this. I don't think it was originally designed to be a women's mid-card title. I think that was a pivot. I think that they were thinking they were going to do a title and they were going to let the fans tell them what they they wanted the title to be. I I think it's even simpler than that. Because up until a month ago, the official announcement was that both Rampage and Dynamite were moving to TBS next year, January 1st. Then a month ago, they announced that the plan changed and only Dynamite was moving to TBS. Rampage is staying on TNT. I think that they already had the belt maker working on the TBS belt and they were going to replace the TNT title with the TBS title. That this was going to be the replacement. They were going to retire the TNT because that was the for TNT and they weren't going to be on TNT anymore. And then when the plans changed and they were going to still have a show on TNT, they punted and said, well, we've already got this belt being developed. Let's just use it as a mid-card title for the women. Um, and I think the evidence is, simp- is really simple on this because it's the same size and shape as the TNT title. Yeah. And if you look at the women's world championship versus the men's world championship in AEW, you notice that there's a market difference in size. In fact, this new TBS championship is going to be bigger than the women's world title. I've got the big women's belt. That actually is is storyline sometime. That could be, yeah. But that's why I I seriously think they weren't planning on this being a women's mid-card belt. They were planning on this being the replacement for the TNT title when they were no longer on TNT. 
And then when plans changed and and Rampage was going to stay on TNT, they're like, well, we've already got him building this belt. We've already spent the money on this belt. Let's use it. Um, and so now my hope is that they then take the women's title uh, back to the drawing board a bit and make a even bigger version of it because they've already enlarged it once. Yeah, they, yeah um, I think they're trying to go slow and steady wins the race on that, but yes, mm, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, so, so they've got the new women's title and there's going to be a tournament held up until full gear um, for who is the new TBS champion. That's an exciting development. This will be the first major uh, uh, major production domestically, not you know mm-hmm. Shimmer or anything like that, that has both women and men in the U.S. that has a women's mid-card instead mm-hmm. of treating the women's main title like it's a mid-card title. Yes. So that uh, that's something that's going to be fun. They also uh, for Rampage, which this is something I'll, I'll consider this a a minor misdemeanor for AEW here, and it's specifically at a Chicago made fill. He comes out on Dynamite and delivers this promo. It's like the second segment of the night. Delivers this promo calling out Danny Garcia. Uh, Daniel Garcia, I gotta say it that way, because Danny Garcia is the Rock's ex-wife and Esna's partner, so well, Daniel Garcia. Um, but calling out Daniel Garcia and say, and he said to the crowd, uh, I would, because they were in Philly, he says, I, I was gonna either buy you all cheesesteaks, I was gonna let you decide if you want me to buy you all cheesesteaks or wrestle tonight. And they all cheered that they wanted him to wrestle tonight. And then he uh, challenged Daniel Garcia to a match and said, we're going to wrestle on Rampage. Now, here's the deal. I know Rampage films films right after Dynamite on Wednesday nights. The fans in the crowd know that Rampage well, films. Well, if they didn't right know, after. they were going to find out. Yeah. Um, but they they actually booed for a bit until they realized, oh, wait, that's later tonight. Uh, but the people at home, and from a kayfabe standpoint, uh, they play off Rampage as if it takes place on Friday, regardless of whether it's filmed on Wednesday. And that's why this is a minor misdemeanor. Banana played it off as though it occurred on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It was filmed on Wednesday to us. And that's live and in person, face to face. Dude, uh-huh. I know it was Wednesday. Stop it. No, no, we are in New York on Friday, and I just, I just hopped in, hopped a plane to Kearney, Nebraska. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so, uh, so that that's why it's a misdemeanor towards him. Is that I mean, dude, know your own product. Say, say to the crowd, I'll either buy you cheesesteaks, or you can see me wrestle on Rampage. Right, the crowd's gonna know. The same thing. Uh, People I mean, at home. You pipe in the audio. <laughs> yeah. But but it's, it's just this minor thing. Just I mean, I know you've been out of the business for seven years, but it's important. If a show's going to be pre-taped, you have to pretend like it takes place on the day it yeah. airs. That's the way it works. So. Yeah. Good. Um, Poor Kay Faber. Yes. 
Um, but so in the end, Rampage had CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia, um, which Daniel Garcia is a, a, a future star mm-hmm. in the making. The only thing he's missing right now is is a good gimmick. And I'm not saying he has to suddenly be the trash man Daniel Garcia or something like that. But right now he's just kind of like angry good wrestler. And and I think he needs just something a little more to it. You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't have to be huge. Like Chucky e. T doesn't have a huge part to his gimmick. He's part of the best friends. He's happy and kind of goofy. That's at least enough to give him something. Uh, Daniel Garcia right now just missing that. You have the AEW World Tag Team title match with the Lucha Brothers versus the Acclaimed. Um, yeah, Jade Cargill defeating Sky Blue in a minute and two seconds, which is exactly... I felt sorry when they announced it was going to be Sky Blue facing off with Jade Cargill, because I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, you're just going to... I mean, but that's what that she's girl, there that for. That girl's right going to the moon, though. She may be the one who knocks off Brett. She, I know she's... you want it to be Chris Stanlander. She may be the one who knocks off Brett. Um, yeah, I think it's probably going to be Thunder Rosa. To be perfectly honest, I think but, that's the better story to tell. But man, alive, but, are they pushing? But her. Sky Blue here. The thing with Sky Blue, um, she's going to be around. She's going to be a big star in the end. Jade Cargill. I think she got signed, didn't she? I think she's officially signed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jade Cargill is is going to be a major player, but she's still a little green, right? Which is yeah. fine. Um, and we don't really want to see heel versus heel for the championship. So yeah. we got to get the championship on a face before Jade Cargill goes after it. And then, uh, yeah, the Florida, uh, the Philadelphia street fight for the FTW title, uh, Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage, um, that featured, you know, legal cheating at the shenanigans. end, uh, shenanigans to keep uh, the title on uh, Ricky Stark. Uh, but then they also announced that they're going to be doing the um, the number one contenders eliminator tournament leading up to the finals at full gear for the world title. And that's led to some confusion by uh, fans who are like, well, isn't Hangman Page the number one contender? He won the ladder match. Hangman Page has a future title shot. Exactly. And that's what I, I, I wanted to use this platform to make sure people understand. You really have to think of the chip as the equivalent of money in the bank. It has differences. It's not exactly uh, money in the bank. It's not cashing in whenever you want. It's not cashing in whatever you want. You still have to arrange for a match in advance, but it is, you're not the number one contender. You just have the ability to cash it in, which means as of right now. We could see the first AEW title change in a non one on one match. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the thing is. You could have him come out and be like, this could be the introduction of a triple threat. Mm-hmm. And that's the so. we we assume the main event for Full Gear is going to be uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. That Hangman Page is going to say, "I'm cashing this in um, for the main event of Full Gear. I want Hangman. Or I want Kenny Omega." Uh, and we assume that, and we're probably right, um, but we're not guaranteed right. He could say he wants to cash it in on Dynamite in two weeks, or yep. you know, or whatever. I mean, who knows? But in the end, he he is not the number one contender. He just has this get out of jail free card, effectively. 
that he can yeah. use to get that match. So they still have to find a number one contender for the world title. And considering the finals for it are going to be at full gear, you could still have Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega at full gear. And, and have somebody else win the finals. Have someone else win the finals Maybe and be the number one Adam contender. Cole become the number one contender. Uh-huh. You could have Adam Cole win the finals, and he's the number one contender. Now he's going to be the Facey. person that Hangman has to to face. Yeah, that's um, a smart move. Heck, you could even, if you really wanted to, you could set it up with with a. I don't think they're going to do it. I'm going to caveat this and say they're not going to do this. I am 90% certain they're not. This is too much of a Vince move, right? But announce that the final match for the tournament is going to be the main event of Full Gear. And that the uh, women's world title match is going to be the co-main event, the, the second to last. And that the Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega is going to be earlier in the show. And you yeah. have Hangman Page beat Kenny Omega and win the belt. And then you have Kenny Omega go and do some shenanigans and get put into the the final match of the uh, tournament and win the tournament to become the number one contender to say, I want my title. They could do that. I don't think they're going to, but that's something they could do. I will say I humbly believe that we should have two two two-time champions before Adam Page is the champion. I believe that Moxley should beat Omega and Omega should re-beat Moxley. That's my thought process. I think I think we're ready for the two-time AEW champion. I I don't disagree with you uh, on being ready. Um, my disagreement comes down to Moxley right now. Um, I think in AEW, Moxley has cooled. Um, I agree, but there's I mean, he, announcers announcers were talking about it this week. Shivani said. It, Moxley got screwed, you know. Yes. He, he deserves this time um, shot. I th- I think, frankly, I think Moxley right now for AEW has to build him up, and it's going to take. I I think he's a victim of the fireworks shows, honestly. Yeah, I I, 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 I think, think that, but I think even more than that, I think he's a victim of himself for this reason. Um, I think he wants to do too much in the professional wrestling world. Uh, outside of AEW as well, and I don't blame him for this, right? But he just wrestled a death match versus Nick Gage mm-hmm. yesterday, um, and and won. Um, and it was a bloody match, and it was, it was all this stuff. I think those outside AEW things kind of hold him back in AEW. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and so, but but I mean, if you look at Moxley's recent uh uh past on on aw um let me find it here john moxley and cage match his recent matches on on aw do not uh do not main event make right uh because yeah he was in the casino ladder match right um but on Dynamite the week before, he teamed with Darby and Eddie Kingston to go against Bear Country and Anthony Green. And yes, it was a squash match, but it's still, right? And then before that, he had the Lights Out match with 
Eddie Kingston uh, versus uh, Suzuki Gun. Uh, he had a match versus 2.0. He had his mat- singles match versus Suzuki, which uh, was eight minutes long and ended disappointingly. Uh, he had his match well, all out with Kojima. Lights out match. Yeah, they did, right? But he, he had his match against Kojima at uh, All Out. Um, he teamed with Eddie Kingston and Darby Allen against Chaos Project on AEW Dark Elevation a month ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and, don't and agree so, with you. He hasn't I think he's, I mean, heck, he had a match against the Wingmen on Dynamite back in September. Um, I, I think that he's just cooled so much, um, and not necessarily due to anything other than. I think fan reaction to him right now is is low. I just don't think he's ready for a run at the title again. He's got to build himself back up for it. And I think some of it is going to be he's he's got to go on a monster run for a while. Um, but I also think that it's time for a change with Moxley. Uh, he's had two years of being a renegade Stone Cold face in AEW. And I think it's time for a renegade more rock heel John Moxley if that makes any sense. Sure. Uh where cocky I can beat anyone, you know, I don't need the fans, I'm my own support sort of a thing. Um and I think I think they could do that with him versus Hangman. Hangman as the champion and Moxley being like, I never lost that championship. Well, I lost it, but I got screwed out of it, right? Um, And I want it back now, and I'm going to destroy anyone I can to get it back. Um, But, you know, I mean, keep in mind, we've only had Dynamite for two years. Yeah. You know, we talk about a two-time champion, but WWE didn't have a two-time champion in the first two years. Even after, even when they became WWF, right, got rid of the the third W, they still didn't have a two time champion for years, right? So I'm I'm fine with that. And frankly, you know this this is the time where uh, AEW has to start hitting those pillars of AEW that they talk about hitting hitting the the thing and Hangman Page's roof on top of the pillars. You know, right now. Um, it's important to note for a company that people say is just a bunch of aid, or just a bunch of WWE knockoffs, just a bunch of WWE castoffs, right? Uh, none of their champions are former WWE guys. None of them are. Correct. And um, Hangman Page winning would just help solidify that too. Yeah. Um, Moxley winning as much as I like him and everything, I just see that just bringing the the WWE fanboys out again, saying, "Oh, look, see, they just had their ratings were down. They had to put it back on WWE guy because blah 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 blah." Whether ratings are down or not, they're gonna say it. So you had one misdemeanor there, it looked like. Yes, sort of, kind of a rambling misdemeanor. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, we're gonna roll around with lots of misdemeanors here because. Um, Miss, I, I have a couple of misdemeanors. Um, uh, number one, to Big E, 
when you go to Iowa City and appear on television for your alma mater to root for them in their match, their their football game with uh, a Penn State, which was one of the top three games this weekend uh, in college football. Um, when you go there and you have such an incredible introduction where you go, oh, I, 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 for the life of me, do not understand why you don't do that for Iowa City. And don't you dare be sour. Clap for your Iowa Hawkeyes and feel about like that should have happened. I don't care what you if you're gonna if you're gonna be on television, and he was mm-hmm. um, on on uh, Fox uh, I, noon kickoff. I, yeah, I some somehow wonder if he didn't get word from above that they didn't want him to do it. And not from ESPN or Fox or whatever. I'm talking about Vincent McMahon, that he wants that to be a WWE thing. I'm stupid Golly. if it is, but... Uh, but That's I, a horrible decision. I think like, it is a horrible decision, but like, I, I somehow or another... This is just me spitballing, but... And I'm sure you didn't watch that. I, I happened to, to be able to watch that or, or catch just the Big E segment mm-hmm. and went... Why are you not doing this right now? <laughs> like, this is something you should be doing. Um, so that's one of my misdemeanors. Uh, a, a misdemeanor to Adam Colbebe for playing the political card on uh, Rene Paquette's sorry, uh, podcast um, and saying, I just want Kevin Steen to go where he's happy or Kevin Owens to go where he's happy. Um, F you, bud. You know damn good and well where you want him to go and admit it. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a minor misdemeanor. Um, golly, there's just a ton outside of it. Um, uh, oh, there was another one. And I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was, it was free agency related. I can't remember what it was. Didn't really matter. So... Yeah, I don't know. Those, me, those are my my misdemeanors for outside of wrestling that involves wrestling. Yeah, I've got. I don't know. I've like. I've got a nitpick with with AEW Dark and Dark Elevation a bit, and that's just the fact that they they've had at least Dark for almost two years now. I don't think they started it right away. They might have started it right away. Let's see. No, it was, it was um, a couple weeks after, I think. Like two I'll months see. after. But still almost two years. AEW. Why does Dark not show up on Cage Match? Anyways, um, but they just, they. I think it's time for them to set a time limit and a and a like format for dark and dark elevation that's not just you know hey let's throw a bunch of matches on it and uh here's a YouTube to show yeah and so oh here it is that's four hours long now this next week it's 50 minutes long uh that that's where I I start to get a little frustrated because you t- you know you're like hey let's tune into dark uh, on on YouTube and you're like well holy shit it's like four hours long 
it's not, I think. But some of them are like an hour and a half long and others are 40 minutes long. So like, uh, anyways, it's just like part of it is Dark is so focused on just being the wrestling show. That it's like, here's a match, here's another match, here's another match, here's another match. Uh, they don't really do any analysis of the match. They don't talk about the match because they don't really do backstage promos on it. And I think all of those things should be necessary on those, right? Turn it into a real show. Um, but also then say, it's a real show. The, the televised versions of it are going to be on YouTube, but they're each going to be an hour long. Not an hour and a half. Not 48 minutes. Let's make them an hour. An hour long. Yep. Period. Every or two time. hours. Or two hours or whatever, right? Consistent, think, though. But yeah, consistent. I think it's just time for them to do that because, like, if you go on... Here, I'm just going to fire up YouTube. Now, what is, would you be okay if they did a, a dark channel? AW dark channel and then just individual matches over and over and over and over and over and over? I wouldn't hate it, but I would prefer. I like I said, I still like I like the idea of of dark and all of that, but of an internet based television show. Of an internet based television show, but let's see here. Um, Got to scroll back a bit to get to the dark. Okay. Uh, AEW Dark from this week was an hour and 24 minutes long with 13 matches on it. Uh, Dark Elevation was 51 minutes long. 10 matches on it. Last week, Dark was 11 matches, an hour and 12 minutes long. Elevation was 38 minutes long. The week before that, da, da, da. Dark was uh, 14 matches, uh, hour and 47 minutes long. Elevation was nine matches, 54 minutes long. And it's just like ping pong around. But again, it's just this match after match after match. And it's all, I mean, I, I know they're, especially now they're filming it down at Universal Studios. Um the announcers aren't there, so whoever's commentating on it isn't there. They're filming it in the in the booth and post. I get it and all that stuff. But, you know, if you're going to use it for development, you still need to have some sort of storylines going on on it. Sure. Right? Sure. Um, because they're referencing some of those things. When Hikaru Shida came out on Dynamite this week, they referenced that, you know, she'd been on a nine match winning streak in on dark right so it's canon it's making a point on it so let's make some promos on there let's do some stuff like let's turn it into a real show instead of just random number of matches on yeah. and and then that gives you a chance to actually have dark matches that aren't part of canon that don't get aired that you still record and you can hold for later, you know, never before seen online match. Yeah. Right. Exclusive, never before seen content. 
Available only on Facebook or only on yeah, Twitter. Only on Facebook. Or We're only on Peacock. Don't go Peacock. Don't go to Peacock. You can't pause it. Don't go to Peacock. Just don't. Just don't. Do HBO Max. Or, or fucking Shudder. I don't care. Anyway. So, um, I, I, I do have, uh, I think you're right with that as a misdemeanor. Um, I have a, do you have any other pure misdemeanors that roll over commendations? Because I have several commendations too. No, we'll go or ahead and move on to commendations. I have actually a misdemeanor that rolls to a commendation. Okay. Um, I have a misdemeanor against what I can only believe is COVID. Um, but uh, it may have been other reasons. We haven't, there has not been a statement released as to why Friday's um, Zilla Pro event did not occur. But so the misdemeanors against the Zilla Pro event not occurring. And the commendation is if it was for any reason at all that's public health related, good job, Zilla Pro. Yeah. Don't, they, don't. They're. Their announcement said something about operational reasons, um, which is really vague. vague. Well, I, I, I think they're they're treading the line that there are people who are unvaccinated. There are there are crazies on the on both sides of the fence in terms of the political spectrum, and, and I'm not trying to get to any political part, but who would condemn either way. <laughs> it, it, with any statement they made it. So smart move to not make a statement just yeah. to say we're postponing. I can I commend them if it's if it's the outbreak that's occurring in some northern cities as it cools down. That's absolutely fine. Um I understand yeah. either way. I uh I just want them to finally upload Thunderstruck to indie wrestling TV. <laughs> I want to see me. I want yeah. to see me. I just want to see the matches again. Those were good matches. Yes, they were. Tons yes, of fun. They were. Um, so that, that is both a misdemeanor and a commendation. Misdemeanor against whatever caused it. Uh, commendation uh, for doing the right thing. Because I, I can only assume it was based on doing the right thing. Um, the... Uh, the first commendation um, also rolls over to that same misdemeanor. Big E, man, you are entertaining as all get out. And you played for Iowa, and I'm a Nebraska fan, so I'm not supposed to like you, but still do. So there I it mean, is. It doesn't it doesn't hurt that he like humps the belt on the turnbuckle. <laughs> anyway. Oddly um, fascinating. <laughs> Um, it's true. It's so true. Um, it's almost damn true. It's almost damn true. Yeah. Um, the, uh, other commendation I really, really wanted to make. Number one, um, I have not enjoyed, um, a professional wrestler's baseline podcast as much as I enjoyed Adam Cole on Renee Paquette. And I've listened to several Jericho and, Stone Cold, and there's a lot of fun history there, but there was a genuine friendship. Oh, this is a, there's a misdemeanor. I forgot. How has Adam Cole never faced John Moxley in a match? That's the only other one that needs to uh, happen. It do. It <laughs> so do, anyway, it really um, do. The 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 I, I deeply enjoyed that podcast. It was it was a lot of fun to listen to. 
Um, I listened to it today, so it's been six days out. Um, just a lot of fun. It really was a, a ton of fun to listen to Adam Cole talk about everything from his relationship to Britt Baker to congratulating Mox and, and Renee to um, to his thoughts on WWE and and the guy the guy genuinely is a is a guy who yes we all know he wants Kevin Steen to go to AEW mm-hmm. um, and, and he said I, I'd love to work with him again but. I want him to be happy, and I really, truly believe he's the kind of guy who, who that's not a pol- political statement for him. That's uh-huh. a, I, I think he genuinely wants people to be happy in in their roles and whatever they choose to do. Um, and so that's a commendation to him for that. Um, and then last but not least, to AEW, I did not realize this page existed till this weekend. It's probably been there a lot longer. In fact, I know it has because I scrolled down. But their Twitter account for enhancement talent is freaking gold. What a gift to those enhancement wrestlers. Mm-hmm. To Bob Wilson of, of North Carolina or Jeff Hardy, who's going to take this loss to uh, – and he didn't have the name Jeff Hardy, but he's going to take this loss to Razor Ramon in 1996. Um, the, that event, that occurrence, those things happening – uh, by featuring those wrestlers and and saying, hey, they're not just these people we put into job out. These are real wrestlers. And if you enjoyed seeing them, if you were excited about them, um, go check it out. Um, obviously, Sky Blue and Heather Reckless were on that. Um, you know, those are those are two people you and I have both said are future stars. Um, hopefully they land in AEW. I think Heather Reckless legitimately is probably five years away from uh, main eventing a women's roster. Yeah. She's I, that entertaining. She's super entertaining. Um, I think the, the thing that is, is going to hold her back and I, is, I her height. This, is her height is, and, and it's not even that it's going to hold her back in most promotions. There's just one promotion that we can, Point yeah, out. we already have an, an Alexa Bliss. We don't yeah, need another Alexa. That's going to be like we don't need a smaller Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Um. We we've went as small as we're going to go with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. You're really uh, quite tiny, aren't you? Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and, and I would fun if Alexa Alexa Bliss brought her in as her mini me. Oh my point. god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> she could be Lily. Mini. Oh, she can be the new Lily. Lily actually has a physical form um, now. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, no, I. But that that page is so cool. That's a massive commendation to AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've given them commendations for supporting the Indies. We've given them commendations for letting their wrestlers move to the Indies. Um, now you're featuring the Indies as a as a product line of your own. Um, not by stealing them, but to say, go watch these people. Literally, AEW is doing 10 times what we are in terms of saying watch indie wrestling. Um, but, um, you know, we didn't steal it from them or anything. We went to an mm-hmm. indie show and said, this is what needs to happen. Yep. So, um, I've got small commendation for Warhorse. If you're not following him on Twitter, follow him on Twitter. He's absolutely hilarious. Um, 
and he gives workout advice, like on how to work out your neck muscles headbanging while you work out your other muscles. Um, <laughs> and so follow him on there. But he also he had this he had a great gimmick. He's been doing a Ask Warhorse thing where people send him messages, but he, but of course it's people who tweet at him. But he actually writes them on an envelope, seals the envelope, and then un, like rips open the envelope to answer them on air. Um, and one of the most recent ones was, "Is Warhorse family friendly?" And and uh, you got to watch the whole video because we're there. But he eventually ended up uh, coming up with a way to be family friendly. Says if you're a little one, a, a kid, or you're a family uh, member with a kid or whatever, and you want Warhorse to sign uh, your thing, instead of ruling your ass, he's gonna write bossin butts because uh, he came up and ruling no we're not going to do ruling right we're ruling is so, so what's uh, what's something similar to rule a boss we're going bossing right and ass no we can't do ass so what are we going to do uh, butts so we're bossing butts and he's legitimately signing kids stuff. kid stuff bossing butts keep bossing butts uh, it's, it's awesome. Follow him on Twitter. Um, he's hilarious. All of his tweets are in all caps because that's rock and roll. And um, he literally does yell a lot. Yeah. He yells a lot. It's kind of the way he talks. Um, uh, I also, I just, I think there just needs to be, maybe we just need to create a award on here for top tier trolling on Twitter um that needs to go out because because you know buddy matthews deserves deserves the award for top tier trolling all the time no 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 matt cardona is still the best matt cardona is 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 up there as well and and i'll get to him but uh but for top tier twitter trolling uh buddy murphy who on wednesday before dynamite just tweeted out a a Joker card. That's it. And got all the world talking. The entire internet wrestling community was like, oh, there's Buddy Murphy saying he's going to be the Joker. He wasn't the Joker. This was true. He was getting people talking about him. Right? Another nominee for that award is Paige. Uh, Her official Twitter one hour ago, so this is breaking news, her official Twitter tweeted out a, a simple picture it, it has the emoji, the hmm emoji. And then the picture is just a picture of her wall where she's got the Divas Championship belt hanging, the poster for fighting with my family hanging, and her wrestling boots in front of it. Hmm. Well, is she going to come back? We know that she hasn't really... Like, I, I thought it was a never again thing for WWE. I thought it was as well. Gargano threw that sim- a similar troll out this week. Yeah. I mean, he removes any me- message of WWE from his Twitter handles, you know. And, and there's no evidence, there's no mm-hmm. story that he's no longer under WWE contract that I've yeah. seen anywhere. Just removes it. I mean, his contract ends soon. Yes. Um, but from what I've read, all reports in backstage in WWE is that they have plans for him. They don't they do not 
currently have plans for him to not be with the company. And so they're still working to sign him. But for him to do that, that's expert leverage rolling because that gets people talking about it. Now, to to your comment, Matt Cardona deserves he deserves his own segment here because he's been trolling, 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 uh, so much trolling GCW fans, trolling hardcore wrestling fans, all of this stuff. Um, but he he gets his commendation because he won back his internet world championship at GCW yesterday. Um, with help from Chelsea Green showing up in GCW um, for the first time uh, in what reportedly was a really good match. So um, he's he's living his best life right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, also want to throw out a commendation to the inspiration for finally officially being announced for a wrestling event. An event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are they are going to be wrestling for Impact Wrestling at Bound for Glory. There is um, no word of a contract yet, though. No word of yeah, whether it's a, a contract, long term, short term, one off deal. You know, we don't know anything, but they're at least going to be there for this appearance, um, and that's fine. You know, I'll take them for one appearance. I'll take them for multiple appearances. Is it is it sad that I actually miss Billy Kay's irritating <laughs> stuff? Like I haven't really been watching their Insta recently and their their little segments that they do, um, mostly because I think they've been tapering back because they've been training to get ready. So, but uh, I I genuinely miss hearing Billy Kay be just as wonderfully irritated as she is. I also I, I wanted to check something here because one of the matches at GCW. Uh, I really want it. I'm really gonna have to try to find Joey Janela versus Suzuki. Um, they went for 20 minutes. I'm going to have to find that. It, their style of match. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrifying. I also, I, I this is a, a three years late belated commendation, but we weren't doing the podcast three years ago, so um, <laughs> uh, to Hikaru Shida. Because she tweeted out this picture from three years ago of her after a match. Her upper chest area looks like hamburger meat. Yeah, she um, taking some, some chops. Yeah. Like Miro level chops. Oh, jeez. Which then made me think that's what we should have done. We we jokingly asked wrestlers to frog splash me. Um, at the the Zello Pro one, but we we should have said how much would it cost to to give give him a chop on video? I no, you'd have paid it. What I would have paid it, and we would have got video of me dying. But it oh, would have been for you, okay? Yeah. yeah, I don't want to take those chops. No, I I'd do it. My wife would have hated it. Um, but... She'd be like, why wouldn't why why didn't you have why didn't you have Fabe do that? <laughs> and I'd be like, because uh, he was the one with the money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a chop from. So you take one from Jonathan Gresham next time, and I'll take one from Heather Reckless. I'm not 100 percent sure she could reach all the way to my chest, so this could be more dangerous for me. Well, you could, you could uh, be on your knees. Fair. 
and her on a chair. And then we'd be staring eye to eye at each other. Yeah. She's really she's really like, small. Her and Swag Swaggle had her by or she had Swaggle by about four inches. It wasn't much. It really wasn't, no. <laughs> And we love Heather Reckless. And one of the things I, I I mentioned, I might not have mentioned before, one of the things I'm so angry is due to an error that is entirely on me, I had Heather Reckless record an intro to the podcast and it did not get saved you properly. You had several. I had several women of there. Heather Reckless, uh, Brooke Valentine, um, uh, Valentina Loca, um, Kayleena Keen. I had all four of them record, uh, but due to a, a technical problem entirely on me and my phone, none of them saved properly. <sighs> and I'm so angry because this I... This is I why Zella parties come back. Yes, they need to come back. Because we'll go. Um, Two look tickets at, look, sold already. Yeah, Probably at, more than that because I'll probably take my kid. Yeah. Look, kid. Looking for a place to... Place the uh, one you had to postpone up in Milwaukee, right? Omaha. Need to do a new one? Yeah, Omaha, right here. Ralston Arena is just down the street for me. If that's too big, there's um, another one not too far. There's a bunch of places. (laughs) Yeah, there's lots of places. I mean, if you want to come to Kearney, I suppose you can, but there's a a bigger town with with more arena capabilities. Mm -hmm. Even Lincoln. Just down the road. Lincoln. Yeah. 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 Plenty of places there. Heck, heck, the um Bellevue Berry and Pumpkin Farm has has a, a event facility. Rent yeah. that out. We'll we'll go there. I don't care. Babel's Barn in Wood River, Nebraska. <laughs> I don't care. Get us there. But but yes, we we would be there. And B square, we will be both, right? So, I would be ashamed if if Zello Pro was regulated to Babel's. Not that Babel's is a bad facility, but it's a it's a wedding shop. <laughs> That's what it really is. <laughs> but anyway, so on, on that note, I think we'll we'll bring this this episode to an end. Yeah, relatively early, episode, but well, it it was it was. I mean, the facts are. There was a lot of really great combinations and misdemeanors and, and stuff that was just small stuff mm-hmm. on the big items. It was the same shit we've said before. Yeah. And it was the same company we've said it about. Mm-hmm. Or the same Saudi Arabian prince. I don't know how else to say it without just calling it out. Yeah. I just... Uh, yeah, I'm just... I've said before, I'm debating on changing the name of the podcast to just officially Pissant Podcast so that I don't feel like I have to talk WWE as much. Um, God. Anyway, so we're going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Uh, Make sure to check in the doobly-doos down below. There's going to be links to all our socials and all that stuff. But most importantly, there's links to way to support us, right? You can support us on Patreon. You can support us on our merch store. Go get some of that sweet, sweet, sweet merch that we've talked about. Oh, wait. Never mind. That's Nintendo Like this. That, that. There we go. Sasha Bear or the Pissant Podcast or, or the Fuck Vince one. 
Um, Very applicable for some reason at the end of the year. Every fucking year. Yes. Yes. That one. Right, right there. there. One. Right there. You can do that one. For some reason, every time I see it, I see fuck me. Which is okay, because okay. I guess my, my name is Vince, so... Yep, but I go by Vincent. But you you just you just want people to know that you like wrestling and tacos. Get a wrestling. Let's talk about it. One. Um, if you're you from Nebraska, or some would reason, like to mock Nebraska. Yep. You know, wanna wanna support your love for the horror jail. Um. Yeah. Soon he'll be back. He'll be back and, soon. Yeah. And we'll present it as an actual shirt on the uh-huh. on the site to him at that point. Those who can't wrestle podcast that really describes why why we podcast. It really is. I really I, I'm glad that you did put the VKM Wrestling Incorporated on there mm-hmm. because television wrestling isn't dead, but it, it is not as interactive. Yeah, I, even if you're an AEW show, you're not going to be as interactive as you were, mm-hmm. at like Zello Pro or or. Yeah. Any number of them. I'm I'm working on an updated version of the not a cop shirt. Not cop. Uh, not cop, because that's exactly why I'm working that's on the why. updated version of it. It's because if you don't have it on a dark colored shirt, it can make it really, really hard to. In fact, I had to turn off the white colored backgrounds for it. Uh, but even that, you put it on a light colored shirt like this, it's kind of hard it's to a see that. Tough to see. Yeah. A little tough to see. The pink, it's not too hard. but So I'm working on an updated version of that, but I'm trying to see if maybe a redesign isn't worth it. Anyways, but that's a great way. So you can go there. Easy to find at rawandorderwbu.myspreadshop.com. Um, but the link is in the doobly-doos down below, which makes it even easier to find. And we're adding new designs all the time. Like, literally, you see all of those that say new some of those were added mere minutes before we went on air. Um, and so I'm just putting putting out designs. I'm going to fill this page with as many designs as possible. Um, I can't wait to to go to a WWE podcast wearing the worst, pod, worst pay-per-view of the year so far uh, shirt. Or go to an AEW pay-per-view. Wearing the best pay per view of the year so far, but that—that's—I mean, there's going to be times on AEW where you won't be able to wear that to get in the year. For example, I highly doubt that you'll be able to wear that um, at full gear. Possibly, it'll be—it'll be a struggle for you. But if I was going to full gear, I would definitely have the wrestling autograph shirt with it. Wow, that's an amazing shirt. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. It's I have it awesome. hanging. On my wall, right back it there. It is also our most requested shirt by actual professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, literally, they've said, please get this over with fans. So they start bringing these to our shows. They're so yes. much easier to sign. So, so, yeah, you can support us on there or on the podcast um, or, or the Patreon page there. Um, you can support us by following us on YouTube. Um, if you're on the live stream or viewing the live stream on either Facebook or YouTube, make sure you like that page. But head on over to YouTube and follow us there because that helps us out a lot to get 
get as many followers on there as possible. Even if you're not going to use YouTube to watch, head on over there and click that subscribe button. Um, but yeah, the other way you can support us, though, is just sharing it with your friends. Just you're listening to the podcast, just click share Facebook, share Twitter, share Instagram. Doesn't matter. Say, listen to this podcast. I really like it because we'd love to to get more people interested in this and and uh, spread the love of professional wrestling around. Also, but you, this week they can support us by going and, and voting in the poll for Cheerios being the worst cereal of all time. Oh. Don't say shredded wheat. It's shredded wheat. But it's Cheerios. But you can also follow oh, us on thanks. social media. I'm at Raw and Order WBU, just like you see right there. Um, I had to go full screen because it cuts off half of my thing. DA Fabe is at DA Vincent K Fabe. Obviously, have been on on Twitter a little more. I don't tweet itself, but I do actually comment on other people's stuff. So, yep. Um, if you tweet at me, I might I might retweet you, or I might you know something. respond. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah, um, and you can follow JLB at all the links there in the doobly doo for him. He's like I said, taking a break. He's got uh, a new internship and some some school stuff and work stuff and all of this stuff going oh. on. So he needs needs that. And you know, he's cheating on us with another podcast. The, well, that's the internship, right? He's learning how to actually know something about stuff. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe no, no, no the the. The podcast he's cheating on us with is just another wrestling podcast. Um, but they're they're not wrestling cops. They just talk about it. It's just at a more convenient time for him. We're really late. I get it. But he'll be back. And he's our whore. He's ours. I go and raid that podcast every time they're doing the live stream. I say, JLB's a whore, but he's our whore. But anyways, that will bring us to the end of the WBU, the Wrestling Booking Unit. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We will see you soon. Bye.